You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello and welcome to uh, the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Um, I am your host, uh, Kevin McTaggart, obviously. Why the hell else would I I wouldn't, if my last name was McTaggart, why the hell wouldn't I be the host of the McTaggart Attack Podcast? That just doesn't make sense. You know, so yeah, of course it's the McTaggart Attack Podcast. And I am your host, Kevin McTaggart, which I have already said. Um, this is episode 18, I think. Hey, we're legal age now. All right, we've reached 18. Good job, everybody. The wonderful crew here at the McTaggart Attack Podcast, which is which is just me. It's just me. So, good job, Kevin. Good job. Uh, let's see. Um, let's let's get on to what's been happening um let's see uh I, i'm a lot more w- well rested from from last week when i did this I, I i was still recovering from my golf trip and i was tired and exhausted and i think it showed but gotten some rest and i feel much more energized this week and ready to tackle whatever the hell there is to tackle in this craptacular world of ours yeah um Let's see. Uh, Comedy-wise, I I did go to the Vermont Comedy Club open mic for the first time in about two months. Um, I'd been competing in the snowplow comedy competition down in Killing over in Killington um, the past couple weeks, and um, I didn't participate in the last two weeks of that competition because of uh, I had already won, so there was no point to me competing in the other weeks. So I'll be in the finals. On March first, um, at Outback Pizza in Killington, so um, I'm I'm prepared to win the $500 prize. They should just give it to me now because I'm I'm going to win. There's no if I'm going to win. I'm going to win, and that's going to be great. And I'm I'm already planning to spend my money on new golf clubs. Probably we'll see. It's good. To, it's good to have goals like that. Just going thinking that I'm going to win, having confidence for a change. Yeah, and of course, it's probably all—it's probably all going to go badly, because what me making predictions that I'm going to win? <laughs> I've made terrible predictions on this website, on this podcast so far. So <laughs> I'm probably not, but I'm going to. I, I, I'm planning to go to. Why the hell else wouldn't I be in a competition if I didn't think I was going to win? Right? It's so stupid. So yeah, I'm eminent to win it. I'm, I will win it. I'm. I'm yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot to mention that, that this uh, that the McTaggart Attack podcast is part of the Mixkill Media Network, ran by two uh, lovely guys, Max and GW. They do a lovely job running their lovely network with all the other lovely podcasts on it. I think I've said lovely enough. Do you get it? It's lovely. Check out the Mixkill Media Network and all of the other podcasts on that network. Um, there's no sponsorship, 
So we'll move on to something. Or maybe there will be. I don't know. I have no idea. I've not been told anything. So I'm just talking for about a half an hour. Maybe less. Who knows? I'm not sure. I'm just going to talk about some stuff and get it out of the way. Um, Let's see. So comedy seems to be going all right. And I'll be doing the... Yeah. It's going all right. I had a good time at the open mic at Vermont Comedy Club in Burlington uh, Wednesday or yesterday actually I'm recording this on Thursday so it was yesterday and it was a good time I had, it was alright um, I, I felt like I had more confidence there than than I had I was told by some people that like it seemed like I wasn't holding back like I like I had I, I get nervous when I'm up there in the Burlington comedy scene I don't I don't know why it's weird but I think I've I think I've overcome it or I will be go overcoming it. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? I'm just. I think this goes to what I'm trying to talk about today. You know, I, I um. Trying to talk about first. First, let's do a backstory. Like, I've always been somebody that has always like lived in fear. I guess. Like I've I've, I've been afraid a lot. I've been afraid of. A lot of things, but like usually, I I make my decisions, or I think I think too much. I think is what I'm trying to say here. I I, I think about like what other people think of me, and that sways my decisions. Like worrying about what other people think of me has like dominated my my life. You know, it's it's weird. Oh man, come on. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Um, sorry, I had to stop for a second. It looked like my podcast wasn't recording <laughs> right at the part where I was supposed to get. Oh man, it's stopping again. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's it's going all right. It's going okay. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Um. But, but yeah, like worrying about what other people think of me has has dominated my life I think it's 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 been a major reason for things that I've done a lot of a lot of my choices have been made based on what other what I think other people would think I think that goes back to like when I was a kid and you know get picked on a lot and you know, so it's like I, I always assume people are thinking bad things about me. You know, and, and it's been like that. It's it scars you when you're when you're a kid and when you're an adult it, 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 those scars are still there and it's just it's just been it it just messes with you. It molds you as, as a person and like I I've came to a realization like a few years ago that like yeah I, I really do worry about what other people think and that's that's just a terrible way to live your life you know you shouldn't be afraid you shouldn't do things you shouldn't like I make decisions based on oh people might like me if I do this but I don't I I just I go through life being afraid that people won't like me and I really shouldn't care about that I can't control that People are going to, or they're not. That that's that's their own 
decision and like I, I'm not gonna I'm, I can't tell what's going to happen I mean that's the thing I worry about what I worry about what other people think and I worry about like what is going to happen but I don't even know what's going to happen I'm too afraid to do anything because I'm I I've been too afraid to do anything because I don't know what's going to happen if that makes any sense or, or it's like it's like I think I know what's going to happen, you know. So I don't I don't do it. Like for example, like if I would ever want to ask somebody out, I just assume they're going to say no, you know. So I avoid that fear of rejection, you know. Or if I talk to somebody, I'd, even not even like asking someone out, just like having a conversation with somebody, I just assume what they're going to say is going to be something negative or whatever. So I just. I just, you know, avoid things. I avoid confrontations. I avoid conversations. I have, I've avoided so much stuff I've, out of just fear of what's going to happen. But I don't even know what's going to happen. Because it hasn't happened yet. And it's just so stupid. You know? And it's like, I just... And I also, like... I worry a lot about what other people think of me, and I just always assume that people are thinking the worst about me. And that's no way to live at all. Like, and, and it, like I said, it goes back to getting picked on a lot as a kid, and it's just, it, it still hurts to get picked on, <laughs> even as an adult, you know. And it's just, it's crazy. It's just, it's just not a good way to live your life that way, you know. And and. You know, like I said, I came to this revelation, and and it's, it's. Uh, I actually I read a book. <laughs> I'd heard about this book, and like I read this book. Well, let me get back to this, and then not talk about the book first, like because there have been other things. Like I've always, since I became, since I was an adult, I was always trying to like, be happier, because I was never, I wasn't happy for like a long, long time. I don't think. I wouldn't say I was depressed or anything, but it's like, but I was. But at some point, I decided, right, you need to improve yourself. Like I, I read like part of one of Doctor Phil's books, but I stopped reading that because, let's face it, Doctor Phil is kind of crazy. So I stopped reading that, but it was somewhat helpful. It's just, just like, I just that was an interesting book, and I forget which one it was. I think it was, I don't know which one. It came out like. 15 years ago, I think. Um, so, yeah. There's that book. Uh, was it Life Matters? No. Something something about choices or something. I don't know what the hell it was about. I, it was 15 years ago. I forget what the hell the book was about. But I'd always been on wanting to look up stuff. I'd, I'd always look at, you know, um, books and stuff. And I was always into self-improvement type things. And then and I would... Like I did find a website that listed steps on how to be happy, so that kind of helped a little bit. And then, like two or three years ago, I'd heard about this book written by this ABC News anchor named Dan Harris, um, and he basically, you know, it's a book mostly about like meditation, and his his book basically tries to. Uh, mainstream meditation 
so it's not as creepy as as it comes out to be um yeah so there's that um and that's an interesting that's an interesting book um hold on a second i'm going uh yeah all right things seem to be going okay right has my sorry this podcast is not going as well as i thought it looked like my it's freezing up a little bit but now it's back to where it was everything's moving around okay <laughs> I'm gonna have to check the sound quality of this later, but it looks like I'm recording everything, so that's good. I'm sorry about that, but anyway, this book, uh, this anchor Dan Harris, he had like a meltdown like ten years ago. So I forget the timeline exactly, but like he had a meltdown on air because he had all these problems going on with his stuff. Well, not really problems, but he had a lot like going on. Like he was worried about how work was going to go, and then like he, he I think he had. Um, he didn't really have a drug problem, but he was like, he had some issues, you know. He needed something to to keep him on edge or something like that. It, it's all in the book, the, but it, it's just very interesting. And he mentioned how what the, the one thing in the book, one of the things that caught me in the book was how, you know, he he often worried about what other people you know, he, he often thought about what other people th think of him, you know, and, and that sort of struck a chord with me, because um, I, I often think about what other people think of me, and it, 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 it's controlled my life, really, <laughs> and it's, it's ridiculous to, to think that I, I shouldn't, there, the book talks about, you know, you have all these voices in your head, and then it comes to the realization that all these voices in your head aren't voices from other people. They're just you, you know? So it's like, I always had these negative voices in my head, and it turned out it wasn't other people being negative about me. It was me being negative about myself. And I realized that a couple years ago. I'm like, yeah, it's... it's that's what it is. I, I've just I've just been very negative about myself, and that's that's no way to live at all. And and that that was very enlightening to me. And and then, like I said, the book goes on to talk about like meditation and stuff like that. And and I find that kind of intriguing as well, because like I said, the book tries to like mainstream meditation. It's his quest to look into it and find things about it. And, like, I, I won't... I mean, I do meditate a little bit, but I, I don't meditate that much. Like, I, I wouldn't say what I do is meditate. I just try to, like... When I f ever feel that anxious feeling, like, ever, whenever I try to feel... Whenever I feel bad about something, whenever those voices return, for lack of a better term, because that makes me just sound crazy, you know, I just try to always take, like some breaths you know I try not to let I try not to think about what's going to happen because I don't even know I don't know what the hell is going to happen whenever but whenever I have those moments about when you know I'm afraid I'm, I'm thinking about what's what's going to happen but or I worry about stuff I find myself worrying about stuff that I shouldn't be worrying about that's not even worth worrying about I should just live in the present I shouldn't live in the future because the goddamn future hasn't even happened yet you know and 
so yeah it's just I, that the book has helped like I'll just take you know I'll, I'll the thing is like there's instructions on how to meditate at the end of the book so I kind of follow that like I'll breathe in deep for 10 seconds and breathe out deep for 10 seconds and do that over and over again sometimes or maybe just even once and that just makes me feel much better you know but I don't do it like all the time but like I just but just really from that book just the beginning of the part where I, I think about like all those thoughts that I have about myself and whenever I think about other people saying things about me they're not other people saying them to me they're, they're me telling myself and I'm, I'm I realized that I was telling myself bad stuff or negative stuff you know I, I'm my it just basically confirms that I'm my harshest critic and once I realized that and once I started doing the meditation a little bit I did I felt better it's it, and I've done it for the past couple of years maybe I'll meditate more or, I don't even, or just just try to be present I think it's I think the proper phrase is like mindfulness mindfulness is the whole thing you know like just living in the present you know and just trying to be as present as possible you know not, not just not not worrying about you know the past not worrying about what's going to happen in the future just trying to be there right now you know what i mean is that making any sense why am i asking questions to people at a podcast that aren't even listening i mean can i i can't hear anybody respond to me right now cuz i'm recording this 3 or 4 days before it's going to um get released but yeah I, I i will say that i have noticed that i have changed a lot since that book since reading that book because i read the whole thing it's one of the last books i've ever read i don't really read that much but that book i read because it, it was a topic that i felt that was important to me because anytime i feel nervous about anything I'll, I'll, I'll do the breathing exercises and it makes me feel better you know i'll always take like a deep breath and i'll always just try to be all right that's not like get panicked about anything you know I, I find myself that I have worried a lot less over the years thanks to that book and I, I just Dan Harris did a really good job I, 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 I should have I think after I record this podcast I'll let him know that hey I talked about your book in my podcast and see if he you know hope he doesn't sue me or anything maybe, maybe yeah anyway but yeah it's I do enjoy that book. So if you, if you, if what I've said, if it sounds like you have some sort of the same issues, I would recommend 10% Happier, the book. I think there's also an app for it now, too, where it's like it helps you meditate and things like that. But I haven't done the app. Okay? I'm, I read the book, and I think that's helped me. But, I mean, I may try the app, too. But, I'm, but I'm, I do think I want to meditate more. I don't know. I but I do feel like I do feel like that book has helped me a lot because I, I just I feel a lot more calm than I used to be I don't know I think I used to be a lot more neurotic than I was I think I I worried about a lot more stuff than I should have worried about you know it's just and I feel like I feel like I'm a lot more when something happens I, I don't react to it initially, you know, or, or it's just like I don't let it, I don't let things bother me as much as I used to. Like, um, a year or two ago, I, I was sort of dating a girl, and, um, 
after a week, she decided to end things. And, like, I just found myself being like, oh, all right, cool. Before, <laughs> 20 years ago, or hell, five years ago, it would have ruined my life. It would have been the worst thing to ever happen. But now it's just like, okay, that's a thing that happened. Okay, fine, whatever. It's it's okay. And I just, I was a bit amazed by how I was reacting to it. Because I think that's what the whole mindfulness meditation thing does. It It helps you react to things better. You know, it helps you stay more calm. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm still an angry motherfucker. That's that's still a thing. But like I feel like I'm more in control of myself than I than I've ever been. You know, I just I'm not somebody who gets all upset and stuff all that much right away or that things bother me right away. Like I I'm a lot more laid back than I was and I I owe it a lot to it to to that tip to that book 10% happier it's I do recommend it for anybody that wants that wants to check it out um so yeah that's uh, I spent about 20 minutes talking about that book hopefully it works I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast I think afterwards to make sure that that because it's going slow I think I have the antivirus thing going on at the same time which is stupid allow me just to fix the volume here just for a second you won't notice it but when I send it to Max, he'll definitely notice. Because, yeah, that's good. Alright, so yeah, so, yeah, 10% happier. I think it's the first book that ever changed my life. There'll be others. Hopefully, they'll all change my life for good reasons. I think it's important to always try to improve yourself, and I, I, I feel like I have improved myself a lot from that book. Very, very grateful for, for that book. So thank you, Dan Harris, for for writing that book. I'm, I'm I think about that book every day, and yeah. So, all right. Let's see what the fuck else can we talk about today. Um. Uh. Let's see. Um, so Trump. We're, we're gonna talk about Donald Trump. I'm sorry. It's it's a thing. Um. So they withdrew the Obama's act for the... So now kids can... So transgender kids can't go to the to their... Their... Um, what's it called? Their, um, their selected gender bathrooms, I guess. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's put an end to that. No trans... Ugh. So stupid. I don't even understand the. I mean, I'm sure they have a good explanation for doing it, but I don't understand. It's just. I think it's just all about people wanting to be happy in, in their selected genders and stuff, and And then like Trump comes along. Oh, it seems like he's gonna get rid of everything that Obama did during his his tenure as president. I even read today that they might enforce laws on states that have allowed recreational marijuana. I mean, that doesn't even make sense at all. None of this shit makes sense. So damn ridiculous. This whole presidency... I was talking to somebody about it 
over Twitter. I'm like, I'm sure he's done some good things, but there have been so many stupid things he's tweeted and said that just overshadow any good things he's done. Because I've had people come up, uh, tweet me and be like, oh, but he's done a lot more than you'd ever do. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not president. I'm, I'm, but what the hell has he done? We don't even know what he's done because he's said so many stupid things. He focuses on his how he won the election and yeah, we know you won the election stop rubbing it in our faces but yeah Trump's I don't know it doesn't look good it's only been 30 days people it feels like 8 years already anyway that's all I'm going to say about that douchebag I don't really have anything else to say um, I do have some shows coming up I think I have one well I have the finals of the snowplow combat comedy competition in Killington at Outback Pizza on March 1st. I think it's at 9 o'clock. And then I have another Vermont Comedy Outlaws show over in Middlebury um, on March 11th. Speaking of Middlebury, I did the movie roast um, this past weekend with Pierre Vachon. We did, um, we, we roasted, we heckled the hell out of The Thing with Two Heads. What a movie that was <laughs> from like 1972. <laughs> Rosie Greer, <laughs> NFL great Rosie Greer was in the movie. He was one of the co-stars. Basically, I don't want to ruin the plot for you. It's a spectacular movie. But yeah, it's that was a fun time. Well, I'll talk about this. It's been 45 years. I'm going to ruin the movie for you. So this old white dude um, has chest cancer chest cancer which is not a thing but still he had it in this movie and so he was a doctor though and so he came up with a procedure to transfer his head onto someone else's but he would share that head he would so there would be two heads on Rosie so they got Rosie Greer from prison who was trying to exonerate himself anyway so like <laughs> so they basically shared a body for most of the movie hilarity ensues they go on a they they end up in a motorbike race, a dirt bike race, which I don't understand why. Like he's running away from the police and he hops on a dirt bike and finishes the race. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> and then goes on to try to exonerate his name. But they don't even exonerate he doesn't even we don't even find out if he gets exonerated. So many plot holes in that movie. But it was fun so it was really fun to very fun and very easy to heckle it. I look forward to the next movie roast that I get to do, and I don't know when that'll be. Who knows? Maybe the next one. I'm not sure. Birdemic is the next movie, but I won't. I'm not sure I'll be one of the guests. But it, that looks so horribly bad. So yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's get to the end part now. Um. Look at the look up the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast. Um. I have 104 likes now, so I need. Um, a whole lot more if I want to get 2,000. So let's let's tell your friends. Tell your friends about my Facebook page. Um, and also my Twitter account, at Kev McTee. I have over 43,000 followers on Twitter now. Yep. Or is it 42? I've lost count. I think it's 43. Yeah. Sure, it's 43,000. Almost to 50. That'll be fun. And then I can get to 100,000. Wow, that's going to be 
freaking crazy. I need to start doing something with that Twitter account though. Like I need to make have it make me famous. I need to figure that out. Now that I have all the followers, I need to figure out what to do to so that stand-up comedian can be my only job. That'd be nice. But who knows? That's just me wishing things. Um Is it working? I think it's working. I'm sorry if I keep saying is it working because I'm looking at like the recording and it seems to be stopping so I'm gonna have to listen to this afterwards. I may record another podcast after this one but it looks like everything has been recorded so. Alright I'm gonna end it now. Um, Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what I was talking about with 10% Happier. I encourage you to go buy that book. It's been out for a few years now Um, but if, you f- if my story that I told crappily makes, you know, sounds similar to yours, go out and buy that book. All right. Until next time, everyone, this has been the McTaggart Podcast. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>